Recording in progress. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Season two, episode three, Ambitious Minds. Is this only episode three? I think so. Yeah, because last week was, yeah, because yeah, every other week. Man. It is kind of weird. If Our it, off it, weeks are weird. Yeah, it feels like it's been like four or five. But we've been talking a whole lot more, so. True. We still talk every week. Exactly. Good stuff. Uh, happy Black History Month. Black History Month started two days ago. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, man. What's new, man? How's life? Life is good, man. You know, we're enjoying this uh, beautiful uh, winter wonderland, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys got hit pretty hard, didn't you? Yeah, you know, it is a... see, I'm bad with this this inches stuff being like, oh, we have about six inches. I think I said that to somebody today, and I was like, that's what it looked like to me. It looked like half of a ruler. So <laughs> that's, that's what we're going to roll with. So, um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, it's not it's not too bad. I was talking to one of the other uh, distributors last night, and I told him I said, it's super weird because I feel like we've had worse. I know people are freaking out because we haven't had like last winter wasn't like this at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like we've had worse. And oh, I was yeah. like, maybe it's just me, but like, you know, driving, of course I had to drive slower, but it wasn't nothing, you know, crazy. And like up until now, it's been pretty mild anyway. We had, we've got nothing up here. You said nothing? Once yeah, not really. Well, I mean, we've we have snow still, but it's not like we got any storms or anything. It's not bad. Oh, you know what? That's that's interesting though, because my pleasant didn't get any yesterday either. Yeah, yeah, man, cool. So, topic today: communication. Tell me yeah. about it. What are you thinking? Communication. Uh, man, there's so many different things we can go. So many different ways we can go about this. So, I mean. We can just, uh, we can just, you know. Well, here, let me, let me, let me break it down. Let me ask more specific. Yeah. Like, what is, what does communication look like in your industry and what you're doing, and like, what does effective communication look like? Oh man. Um. So funny enough, we, uh, I know I told you about this this morning. We had a uh, leadership uh, webinar call, however you want to put it, leadership training. Uh, that talked about communication, communication and culture, right? And how important it is. And uh, communication right now, I would say, uh, is still being worked on um, in our industry and in our, um, in our, even our specific franchise. Uh, I think it's just more so because of you're trying to figure out what's the best ways to communicate, right? Like I'm a huge emailer. I like I'll send out emails all day, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do phone calls every now and then, but like depending on who I'm calling, I know they're in the middle of doing something, so that part is a little hard for me. But yeah. um, for one of the things that uh, the guy brought up, he mentioned that you know communication is a is a process; it's not a one stop shop, right? And I know right now, one thing I've been working on with my district is right now it's a one stop shop. So a lot of times I send out an email. Right, but I won't do any follow up on the email. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's like, all right, cool. So I just have that one thing, um, I don't have anything else for it. And then, um, you know, our core values that was something that we talked about too. Because our core values, everybody has it printed out probably in like three or four different spots of the stores. Right, don't nobody know them, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And so it's just like, 
are we really communicating or are we just posting? Right. Right. Um, and then, man, like even breaking it down to how are you communicating? What's actually coming across? Things like that, man. So, um, yeah, man, it's, it's definitely in process <laughs> right now. Just adds into, you know, how we're trying to build this out and trying to make sure that one, it is effective. I think effective communication for us looks like um, make sure that it gets down to even the person that only works one day a week, mm-hmm. right? So if it's food costs, make sure that that person that even works one day a week realizes that, hey, we have a major goal when it comes to food costs. Uh, we need to make sure that, you know, we're portioning correctly, make sure that we're following the recipes, things like that, because it's very, you know, we're very quick to, okay, yeah, that one person only covers that one Saturday a week, right? Right. It covers Saturday, and Saturday could be when you have the most waste, right? Because you simply didn't communicate this message or the importance or the urgency behind this mm-hmm. uh, because this person only worked one day, right? right? Um, just make sure that whatever communication in order for it to be effective, it has to get all the way down to everybody. So, uh, yeah, man, it's, 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 uh, it's interesting. It's definitely like, kind of like the love language stuff too, though, trying to figure out what kind right. of fits best. Exactly. Cause like things like you mentioned, the core values, like how do you, how do you communicate that to the one person a week? You know what yeah, I mean? You know what I mean? And, and it's super hard because I think about when we were at Planet, right? Um, you know, when it was like three people or more, right? You pull out those value cards. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting because I told them, I said, as crazy as it sounds, it is so ingrained, though. Like, I can, I can say all of them by memory right now. Like, mm-hmm. it's so ingrained. Um, same thing with the tour and, the, you know, the, the info call trip, like, I think it was because it was the process of constantly repeating it. And although sometimes it might have come off annoying, nobody could walk away and said they didn't know. Exactly. Right. And I think that's what we forget about communication is if you want to make some a piece of communication stick, right? Uh, what's that? What's that quote? It says, uh, when you think you've communicated enough, you haven't. Right. Right. Um, because you want it, you want it to stick. You know what I'm saying? I've been gone from PF now for two years, two years, and I have that stuff still memorized. Right? Yep. I was going to say, it's been over a year for me now, too, and same thing. I still can. It's just absolutely crazy how when effective communication working, a lot of people say, is that effective just because you memorize it? I don't know. I, I would say it has to be because that was the point, and I got it. Right. Well, I think retention goes hand in hand with good communication right yeah if you retain it then it's been communicated well so i agree i agree yeah. but um what does it look like in the real estate business or especially i mean especially with you guys because to a certain extent you guys are all your own separate entrepreneurs right oh um, yeah one umbrella but you're all different entrepreneurs uh, how do you make sure that communication is effective uh, for what you guys are trying to build as a company? There's a lot of, I mean, that's, that's pretty much what this job is. That's all we do is communicate, you know, and, but like you said, like there's so many different ways I could go with it because you have communication with your clients, you have communication with vendors, you have communication with, um, you know, closing companies, you have communication with, you know, literally every single moving piece within a transaction, uh, 
our job is to kind of be in the know of where everything is. And that only happens with good communication. And that's kind of the differentiator in this industry is who's successful and who's not could also be boiled down to who communicates well and who doesn't, um, in my opinion. So yeah, I, I guess probably the most talked about is communication with a client, right? So I can, I connect with somebody. I had my first touch with somebody, you know, Hey, I'm Brad Fall, um, local real estate agent. If you're looking to buy or sell, I'd be more than happy to help you, blah, blah. Right. So first touch, but then what, you know, when I have their contact information, what does follow-up look like? What does communication look like and how are you communicating? You know, so there's a lot to break down just in that aspect of communication with clients. So, you know, you think about your CRM, which is your customer relationship management software. You know, that's what we use to um, keep track of and kind of manage all of our clients and our touches. So luckily, a lot of those softwares have great follow-up systems built in there that either you can develop or they're already pre, you know, like defaulted into the software that you can use. Um, but it's basically just keeping top of mind. It's like how you, you have to stay relevant. You know, you when people are, can you hear the siren? Yeah. It's loud. Um, so when people are thinking real estate, how do I make sure and stay top of mind for them that they think of me, right? So uh, that's always the thought process. And, you know, even when you are communicating with a client, how are you talking with them? You know, are you being really pitchy? Are you being very salesy? Or, you know, and I think it boils down to what's your intent of the relation, or I'm sorry, what's your intent with the uh, communication with that phone call? Um, For me, and I think, with a, a lot of people in the industry, it's to build relationship. And I think the relationships drive your business. I mean, it, it drives your um, staying top of mind because it's not just about the transaction. It's about you now. You know, one thing that I was always taught from when I started is you are your business. You know, me personally, your reputation, what you offer that's your business. That's what you're selling is yourself. So if yourself is the product and when I'm communicating, I want people to know who I am and to be able to trust me, you know, and, and that's kind of what I want the communication communication to look around. So it's not always talking about the deal at hand. It's, it's checking in and, you know, how is Sammy, you know, downstate that just moved, you know, it's like, it's, uh, you genuinely want to get to know these people because then you can better serve them. You can better represent them and you have a better understanding of where they're coming from. So, I mean, I think clients is probably our, our number one communication because even communication with lenders and all the other pieces of a transaction, it all circles back around to the client. Cause that's who needs to know. Um, a lot of times we play like a middleman role. So we have to be effective communicators. So it's just having good processes in place and things like that. So, and I, I don't know, it's a loaded question. You know what I mean? Like there's so many aspects to it. Yeah. So a, a couple of things came up when you were talking. Uh, one that you said, something that sets um, successful versus, I, yeah, I guess you could call it unsuccessful is your level of communication. Yeah. Would you say for pretty much any company after culture, 
communication, even though that might be a part of the culture, communication will probably be the next most important thing for business, whether, you know, we're talking about all aspects, communicating with their teams, communicating with their uh, consumers, any of that, would would you agree with that? I definitely think so. Because I think a in-the-know employee, you know, if we're not just talking about real estate industry, but in in uh, an individual that's in the know for what's going on in their business is a, um, what's the word? Is a, uh, I keep wanting to say continent. It's, that's not the word. It's, um, um, shoot, basically they're, uh, yeah, they're competent. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, they're competent in their role, right? So if yeah. you're in the know, then you're competent. You, you know what you're doing. So I, I definitely think so. I think it's super important. I think one of the number one topics of discussion in meetings and all of my experience revolves around communication and how can we improve communication in one sort or another, whether we're talking about something specific like a, um, memo right what does that boil down to that falls into the communication category you know when we're talking about um, like you mentioned earlier like scripts info call scripts tour scripts in that industry it's like what does that boil into communication you know it's like i think almost majority of the uh, most talked about topics revolve around that and i think it's because it's difficult for a company and industry to be number one and to like really feel like wow we've we've made it you know what i mean because yeah. oh, have you ever really made it i don't know you know that's like that level five stuff i think it's a myth but um you know it just it depends so i think it's always something that's sought after to be approved upon and i think as technology and industries change communication has to change with it and that's why it's forever changing it's forever adapting um, just wait, dude, give it a few more years and it's going to be like, yeah, so our communication looks like in the metaverse, you can get in there and start, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to have a, a CLC <clears throat> chief, uh, chief officer communicator, uh, or a CCO, CCO. Uh, chief, chief communicator officer. Um, the other problem was looking us out, you know, looking up, uh, Communication. So, definition of communication is the imparting or exchange of information or news, um, or means of sending or receiving information, such as you know phone lines or computers, things like that, right? Uh, and I think the 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 other part that stuck out to me was Ed Milet. Uh, he had mentioned you make people feel something, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, "Are you aware of it? And are you intentional with it?" And I think when a lot of things bubble down once we read the definition of communication is realizing the next part of that is when you communicate, you make people feel something. Right. Right. Are you aware of how you're making people feel? Because I think <clears throat> that's the biggest, um, biggest struggle I've seen with a lot of leaders, including myself at times is not realizing how, what they say or how they look or how they do, because everything that you do communicates something. Right. You, know what I'm um, you know, what we're talking about every now and then, I try to make sure even when you're talking, that I make sure that, you know, I make some type of facial expression or whatever the case may be, because there's a part of it that makes you feel 
that I'm communicating, that I'm listening, right? Mm-hmm. That's where, you know, they teach you in class, like you should nod every now and then. Right, like active listening, yeah. Exactly. Even though you probably don't understand the math problem, that's <laughs> up. It's like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Right. Well, I got to afterwards, but like, hey, <laughs> you reteach this to me. But I think that's, you know, that's huge. And we, we forget about that because we just get so into just quote unquote communicating. And we right. forget about the actual feel piece, right? Um, because based off of how you make somebody feel, you can also leverage that as well. You know, right. and I my leverage, um, if you make somebody feel that they're important, if you make somebody feel, now hopefully it's genuine, right? right. Um, if you make somebody feel that way, I can guarantee you can get a lot more production, you can get a lot more out of that relationship. Um, when, you know... <laughs> You hold this mic like this when you uh, when you're communicating in a way, um, and you understand how you make that person feel. Right. No, I agree. You know, I think even back to you know all the small businesses and stuff that we started. Right. We've both been in the I don't know, like merchandise sales sphere uh you know with product of grace and tree stand breeze and stuff like that so even when you have like a small business like like that you know one of the things that you're always i, I would say like dreading and, and hoping never happens is like a customer service complaint but when literally everything starts and ends with you it's like that's the number one word is communication you know it's like what does that look like how do you handle conflict how are you you know responding to a customer you know i've being in the e-commerce space even it's like if you have you're sending a product out and you get a complaint like how you handle that really defines your business that you're building and the reputation that you're building for yourself you know and and really taking a step back and not thinking about the pnl but thinking about you know, reputation and brand building and how, how can I separate myself using this as an opportunity? You know, it goes back to that raving fan stuff, man, seriously. Like it's, it's not exclusive to one industry or not. Like, I think just about everything we've talked about is stuff that can be uh, translated across any industry, really, you know, you just got to mold it in the right way that fits what you're doing. Yeah. Sure. And we need to bring that back too, man. I, I miss being in that space. What? Even just like online sales and brand building. And I mean, I still am for yeah. real estate, but I mean like like a product, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, the, the thing I enjoyed about both of ours and more so, I think you had a little more success with this, uh, is the building a brand through building a a common bond between people. Yeah, community driven. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Because I think that's what really was able to help yours take off was communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing that you were communicating was community. Right. right? So people were bought into just these pictures of people taking pictures from tree stands. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, and now, you know what I'm saying? Like now you become folders of tree stands. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But it all started with a community of people that just simply wanted to take pictures. And so um, yeah, we should we should definitely hop back into that. We can do let's do let's do something together. Um but yeah, let's let's talk about how we can build it off of the community first. Let's do it. Let's do it with ambitious minds. Shoot, let's do some AM 
merchandise and we'll get our discord up and running and really just start this community of entrepreneurs and you know like go-getters and you know having community-backed projects and stuff like that and like how, how cool would this be picture this right we've got our ambitious minds community yeah. we have people hop on like you know this becomes so much more community driven and based conversation we get in a discord server where we can constantly be communicating with you know with people you know seven days a week and vice versa and our you know community members can help community members and um man like it would be such an awesome thing to just see a community of entrepreneurs talking problem solving you know just somewhere you can go when you're stuck you know what i mean and it's like ambitious minds like that that's the brand that's that's what it is rep it out get some apparel and stuff we could do like meet and greets and stuff like that like have you, know, me, you talked about that for a, for a long time is yeah dude bring back the you know the in-person ambitious minds running out of space and yeah you know, let few people come together like rent out a space in detroit or something and yeah. you know and it's you know sales that's or generated sales from the merchandise and stuff a percentage of it will go aside for these meet and greets to pay for the venue and food and stuff like that and we just keep it going man like that would be that would be dope let's do it let's, let's do, do it. it right on cool cool all right i'm down we'll finish the discord this week We'll get this video uploaded, finish the Discord. See, and I love that too. I love that this is a part of like our actual podcast because it's like that was our whole intent of doing this is to show, you know, from thought to process to, you know, starting, you know. You know, and it is <clears throat> it's interesting too because talking about this it brought up something that I go over with my leaders all the time. And I said, sometimes the hard part about communicating <clears throat> is because when you communicate something, depending on what you're communicating, leads to accountability, mm-hmm. right? And so we'll be a fool to not hold ourselves accountable to making some of these things happen that we just mentioned, right? Right. But that's also the scary part, right? Mm-hmm. And that's I think that's why people either fail at communication or don't communicate at all, right? It's because, uh, you know, it sounds cool. I don't know if I really am going to do or I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we don't communicate. Right. And we definitely are in that culture now where it's like, hey, don't tell people your dreams, just do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I get part of that. Right. Because like, there's a lot of dream killers out there. So I get that part 100%. Yeah. I think the other part where we're, where we're not teaching people is when you do those things in silence sometimes sometimes it allows you to give yourself too much grace right and then things never get done but then who cares because nobody knew right exactly hopefully it's painful enough because you knew you were supposed to get it done Mm -hmm. right Um, right but i think when you when you put it out there for other people and it doesn't have to be for the world right Mm -hmm. because i you know i I dislike when people always post on social media, and that's what I love about Time Hop, man. Um, Bro, like, there's probably every day I post, things are going to be different. 
you know, I'm tired of the same old, same old. And I was just like, bro, like, what was I thinking when I was 18, 19, man? Like, <laughs> every every day, every day was going to be a new start for me. Um, oh, I hear you. See, mine are cringy because it's all me quoting, like, Kid Cudi lyrics to songs. And I'm just like, dude, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so weird. But it, it's, it's also cool to see how much I've grown mm-hmm. um, as well. So that part is always cool um or like uh cam used to get like so many tags man like i swear like every day i post like i had the best girlfriend ever now i'm oh, so yeah so glad that she's my wife now because imagine how weird that'd be like all this stuff would come up on the time hop like whip uh <laughs> oh well i can tell you it's weird <laughs> it is weird i'm like oh we're gonna skip that time hop today yeah we're gonna leave that one in time hop Yep. In fact, let me go back there and I'm just going to delete this time. <laughs> I don't want to see this again next year. But yeah, oh, man. Um, Funny stuff, man. It, it's, 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 it's super cool. So, I mean, one, we got to hold ourselves accountable to doing this stuff now, yep. uh, which is really just getting some stuff down on paper and make stuff happen. But um, yeah. do, you feel, do you feel like you see that even in, um, you know, in your circle, I mean, I know I'm including that circle, but either in your circle or just, you know, in your office, uh, too, that sometimes people avoid communicating certain things because they don't want to be held accountable to it. Oh, yeah. I see both sides all the time. And I've been on both sides before. And I think that's, you know, kind of like, like what you were you know mentioning earlier is like you have to have a balance of both. I've seen people uh under promise and over deliver i've seen people over promise and under deliver i've seen people talk too much and then not what's that which one is better personally i feel like i'd rather uh over deliver under under promise and over deliver than the opposite because i I feel like then there's there's less let down but i do think when you over promise you're you're showing your intention and even though maybe the delivery you know was short of that it doesn't mean it's, you know, the end of the road, you know, there's, you can always continue growing to get to where your original promises were. So I don't know, I'd rather be a part of something that's over delivering than anything else personally. But uh, I think it's, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so and I think that's the quick, quick sidebar for us to break down when um, under promising and over delivering, how <laughs> much do you under promise? I do you sandbag it or (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I mean I think it's hard I think there's a level of sandbagging and I think it's probably done with the I've done this I get it like it's done with the intent of like oh this is gonna surprise everybody this is gonna be so cool you know um and then you over deliver and uh I don't know. I think it's like a morality boost too, but yeah, I don't know, man. It, you're right. Cause like, if you know, you're going to over deliver, how do you not communicate it without sandbagging? Well, yeah. Well, no, and I only ask this because I think, um, and we've talked about this before. We don't have to talk about it today, but uh, there's a vulnerability piece that's missing in entrepreneurship and leadership. Mm-hmm. We're, we're scared to be vulnerable of, Hey, I'm over promising right now. Right. You know, sometimes, sometimes we know it. Right. Um, 
but and I, and I get this in business because it's hard because really what you really want to do is you do want to underpromise, over deliver, right? And you want to try not to sandbag it, so you try to come semi close to what you think you're really going to do, mm-hmm. right? But I think it's super hard though because. I get how loans work. I get how all this other stuff works when you're trying to, you know, do a business, start a business. But man, like, there's so much vulnerability that's missed because we're scared to we're scared to fail. Right. Right. Yeah. So we're scared to fail, you underpromise everything, and then the my issue with that is sometimes when you underpromise and you just meet that promise, mm-hmm. to me that's just like. That's mediocre. Right. Especially True. if you, you underpromise, right? Versus, you know, overpromising. Now, I, I, I say, I always tell people, like, don't be stupid. Don't, mm-hmm. don't be like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're going to, you know, we're going to do a million dollars this month. Okay. Clearly, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if, you got, if you got one store, you only sold one t shirt last month. Right. Uh, um, I don't know how it's going to happen. It's them smart goals, boy. You know what I mean? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's not a smart goal. No. Um, but it's just like, it's like, are you vulnerable enough to be like, hey, all right, we're going to sell 100 t-shirts this month, right? Knowing realistically, you might only serve, you might only do 75, but you're going to push hard. Right. Yeah. You, might, you might end up at 98 because I, I, I do think we got to, you know, when setting goals, you should leave some stretch room. Mm-hmm. Right, um, and chase after that stretch, yeah. but be okay with not hitting it because you knew it was a stretch. I don't know, it's like there's so many different ways you go with that. Now, now I'm getting to a whole different topic, but I say it just it just came to my mind when you know talk when you mentioned under um, yeah, no, I agree, yeah, because I know we talked about goals a few weeks ago too, but it's it's a good point, yeah, and being able and willing to adjust your goals as you're meeting them and you know, continuing to just be fluid because that's what business is. It's a fluid thing. But yeah, I didn't know. I'm, I'm hyped because I mean, like I mentioned to you for, you know, listeners now, but we're working on creating a discord. I don't know what I'm doing. So I need to uh, uh, do some YouTube. And-, and if you don't know, who, if you don't know what he doing, I, uh, I definitely don't know. I, what oh. is, I, just said, I just set mine up last week. And it was like, are you a gamer? Are you a such such? I'm like, I'm a regular human being. How do you sign I'm up? I'm a for regular that? human being. How do you sign up for, how do you sign up for that Discord? <laughs> oh, shoot, man. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome once we get it done. And I think community there is gonna be huge. But uh yeah, so like we'll get that done, we'll get things rolling, we'll we'll get a Shopify account going again. It's only like 20 bucks a month. And I'm still paying for my Shopify, I need to turn it off. Oh, oh no, we'll I don't do. Yeah, we'll just keep that going. <laughs> I know. I'm pretty sure I still pay for it. I know I still pay for the account that it holds, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. No, we'll make this we'll make this happen, man. It would be be awesome. And I, and I think you're right though. It's like uh you need to for me at least, it's about being realistic with yourself. I'm not gonna talk about anything that I don't have full intentions on doing. You know what I'm saying? And like, if I'm, if I'm talking about it with people, then that, that tells you that I've already done the, the hard work personally to figure out if it's something I really want to do or not. So, you know, it's, uh, it's good, man. Let's do it. Let's, let's wrap this up so I can get on discord now and get this thing rolling. Bit, bit. Um, while wow, I'll leave y'all with this, um, man, there's so many, so many different directions we could have went in today. 
uh, when talking about communication. I know this, uh, this will definitely come up again. Um, but if you don't take anything else from what we said today, remember this. Uh, when you communicate, you make people feel something. Even when you're communicating with yourself, you make yourself feel something. The way that you speak, the way that you um, look at somebody, the way that you you know sit, the way that you stand, the way that you walk, um, you make people feel something. And so ask yourself the question, are you aware of what you make people feel? And are you being intentional about how you make people feel? For example, when Eris speaks, he makes me feel happy. Oh, he wow. makes me oh, smile. Okay. <laughs> and that's a wrap on episode. And that's a, that's all right. See you, in, see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Peace, y'all. Peace.